Hi there everyone, how are you doing? It's another Sunday. We bless the name of the Lord for keeping us up to this moment because we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, but we know what is happening right now. And so we give God all the glory. You know, during the week I was um, reflecting um, as I always do um, when I'm studying my, my uh, Bible and one of the things that really got me thinking was about being in the flesh being in the flesh and that question am I still in the flesh you know um, I know you know as a Christian we of course know that some of the big um, challenges or big saints like of course, I'm not going to kill anybody, well, not intentionally. I'm not going to steal. I'm not going to, you know, use the name of the Lord in vain. I'm not going to covet my, uh, covet my um, neighbor's things. I'm not going to steal somebody's husband or wife. Um, I'm not going to bear false witnesses against my neighbor. All those big sins that you know we it's it's easy i have to say as a christian not to do but what about the the small small sins you know the bible calls them little foxes that you know make me wonder whether i am still in the flesh and also the flesh is very powerful you know, it does not matter how many times we study the Bible and how many, you know, times we pray. The reality is the flesh is still very weak. The flesh, uh, the flesh is still very strong, you know. And when you study the book of Romans, uh, my key verse today is uh, Romans chapter 6, verse 22. Romans 6, verse 22. It says that now we are free from the power of sin and have become slaves of God. Now you do those things that lead to holiness and result in eternal life. And I was thinking, do I do those things that lead to holiness? You know, am I um, deliberate and intentional about what I do on a daily basis? Or... You know, it's, is it something about having, you know, a religiosity where I'm just thinking about, okay, yes, I've gone to church today, I, I read my Bible, etc., etc. You know, one of the things that I've come to realize as a child of God is that we are still in the flesh irrespective of how long we've been in in the faith you know irrespective of our role or position we are still in the flesh there's nobody that can you know convince me otherwise because if apostle paul himself says you know the things i long to do i do them not and the things i do are those that i don't don't want to do who am I to say that I'm perfect? And the Bible also tells us that the art of man is desperately wicked. You know, in my life journey, 50 something years, 
I have observed even with me that humankind's first instinct in anything is self-preservation. In anything, you know, it does not matter who you are. The first thing, the instinct is, what is this going to do to me? How is this affecting me? That is the first instinct of humankind. You know, it's and, and this is like a Me Too sort of thing. And it's, I'm not talking about the movement, the Me Too movement. I'm talking about the art of humankind. It's about me, me first. You know, even in the Christendom, no matter how long, like I said, how strong your faith is, there's still that natural instinct for me, me, what is this going to be to me, for me? And, you know, I've realized in my own journey as well that there is a split second, you know, where the minute you, you think about, okay, what does this do to me? then strong Christians immediately, you know, switch in a split second to think about what about Christ? What would Christ do? Who I am? You know, the old self will always try to pop out before our new self kicks in. You know, and, and one thing I've realized that as a Christian, I want to get to that level where I eliminate that split second in any situation, but it is still a challenge. Really, it is still a challenge. I still have to intentionally take a pause and think, oh, what would Christ do? What would Christ want me to do? You know, how should I react? What would this mean? Why am I, do I want to do this? Why do I want to react in this way? How is that reflecting Jesus Christ? It's still intentional. And if you're a Christian and that comes naturally, that you just do it immediately, please let me know. Please let me know because there's something, there's something you know that I don't know. There's always that split second. And which is why for me, I've come to the realization that we cannot do it on our own. I cannot do it on my own. You know, when, and I will encourage men, as many Christians as possible to read and ponder on Romans, you know, that teaching of Apostle Paul to the uh, Romans, my reflection of, of the book of Romans is that humanity is controlled by the sinful nature. Humanity were still controlled by the sinful nature. It's a powerful, powerful nature. I mean, we just think about how powerful it is that Jehovah God had to send his only begotten son because he realized that, you know, this, this, the power of sin in his creation, you know, the, the laws cannot, cannot do it. He had to send his son. And it's also clear that humanity cannot control our sinful nature by ourselves. I cannot control my sinful nature by myself. 
and you know and i've seen i've observed especially many people that say they are christians when they come into my circle you know every single one there's always that flesh and i'm not you know casting judgment or anything either in the way we talk in the way you know we react to things or we act to things there is that there's still that sinful nature there is no human that ever existed no matter how great they are and there might be you know the best of the best of apostles or pastor prophet etc no matter how kind they are no matter how honest they are no matter how spiritual that they, they are or where if they're dead that do not fall short in one aspect or the of their character or the other no one even look at you know the apostles let's even look at the the three that were very close to to christ jesus no one no humankind has ever ever been perfect has ever conquered the flesh people can be you know the nicest of the nicest but the flesh is still powerful the self uh, the flesh is still powerful because we're still in the sinful this flesh very sinful and we also live in a broken world we also live in a broken world but is that an excuse as a child of god you know when i was growing up you know even now even now you see when people do some things as, and they get caught out they will say oh is is satan that you know that's something that is very rampant in the uh, part of the world that come from you know you catch you know somebody in adultery stealing you know doing what they're not supposed to do they'll be begging and say please 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 forgive me is satan is satan is satan is like is satan you know that means that you know satan has still has control over them now as a christian self-condemnation beating oneself up when i do something wrong or when it's not in the in line with the commandment of god of of, of god for for humanity you know we can start condemning ourselves and i know that i've i've experienced many christians that you know they cannot get beyond this you know the sacrifice that jesus has done because they they still feel so self-condemned you know they beat themselves up for every single thing and it took me a while to fully understand that you know first of all having a high level of self-awareness you know um is the first step because sometimes some people don't even know where they're going around they think they are righteous in their sight in their own eyes right but i love apostle paul he does not mince his words and he's very very clear about you know his own shortcoming right i in my own life when i think about you know some of the things that i have to be intentional about but even when i fail i don't condemn myself because i know 
that there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. And also because I'm still in this flesh, you know, I have to continue to keep the focus on the future. Now, some of the areas for in my own life is, you know, when I can't love my neighbor, when I can't love, you know, you meet some people and also because as a leader you 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 get to lead many people with you know their own experiences their own challenges and you know there are some that will test you they will test your patience they will test even your integrity as well you know and how how do i love such people really there there are some people that even their their character is like opposite to mine that it, it causes conflict if i let it you know and you know those are things that for me it's my daily daily struggle to ensure that um, i can love my neighbor no matter how horrible the person is you know i just have to keep thinking about what would jesus christ do you know jesus christ when jehovah god loved sinners no matter how horrible that sinner is or was jehovah god loved us so much that he made a way for us to be reconciled to himself you know irrespective of the sin so how can i not love it but because of this flesh this flesh that I instinctively think about what somebody else is doing to me, how they're making me feel, and that challenges the ability to love. Then the other thing for me is, you know, I want to look after myself first before attending to the need of others. I want to make sure, because real, reality is, reality is, people, you know, I also had to understand that I moved beyond that many years ago you know you you want people to support you to help you with what you are doing with your own ministry with your own business you know you want people to be helping you and there's always a danger that one can step into the you know the space of selfishness because if you don't consider whether actually this person has been is is the one that you know Jehovah has uh, elected to support you you just want you know people to be in your own space and so you know for me i have to i have i've managed to not be so moved by or let me put it in another way i've managed to really trust in the lord for those that he has you know elected to be you know a destiny helper in my life and i've i'm also very conscious that in my own life as well i have to balance you know this serving others and fulfilling my own redemptive purpose and it's really important you know because the the challenge for me is also being able to not lose sight of what the Holy Spirit is telling me about where I need to serve, you know, and when I need to put myself first rather than attend to the need of others. 
know and then the other thing is you know really you know and this is also you know quite you know evidence when you are dealing with people who you know are very are expert or skilled in particular areas they tend to not accept other people's own skill or knowledge because they think they are better that is a world view you know the reality is that sometimes when you know you you discover your own gift there's you know one has to be very mindful that one does not underrate somebody else's gift irrespective and you know and, and I've, I've spoken about this before how you know when it comes to spiritual things one has to you know be very careful not you know uh, talking down or you know um, being um, judgmental about how other people live out their own faith we all you know we're unique when we've not been created the same so the way we live out our faith might be different one person to the other and so you know and I've because I've discovered you know one of my redemptive gifts is in leadership there's nothing I can do about that you know I see things through leadership lens and so when I'm in a space, you know, I see leadership stuff, you know, that aspect of clear vision, clear, you know, um, empowering of people, clear, you know, uh, focus, um, clarity about goals and, and commitment to delivering results. And so, you know, I've had to really, really, you know, manage how I... I relate that to different spaces so that it, it's not, it doesn't become pride. It doesn't become pride because where there are weak leaders or leadership, there's always the tendency to think, oh, you know, if I were in leadership, I can do that better. I can do that differently. And I've, I've turned that in my own life from, not that I can do it better, but that Jehovah is placing me in this space to serve because we've got all got different gifts so you know if there is weak leadership i'm here to support the leadership you know or if you know there is a gap one way or the other where i have a gift rather than seeing that as you know oh i can do that better uh, i know that you know the lord wants me to serve in that space and you know and i've realized that you know when i do this self-reflection the self-assessment or self-critique i'm always very mindful how powerful the flesh is but one of the things i i you know i i have learned to do is to turn you know any area of weakness into a positive one a positive in terms of what i need help in this place you know i need help in this place and one of the things i do on you know that split second i mentioned earlier where you know split second between when something happens what you think first is yourself and before you then think oh you know what would jesus christ do you know continue to pray that prayer you know let the meditation of my heart and the words of my mouth be acceptable unto you and then the second thing is you know 
being aware of the power of the Holy Spirit. When I started growing in the Lord, one of the things that was very evident, you know, in my life was the consciousness, the um, activation of consciousness by the Holy Spirit. Because then you, you, I really became quite clear when something is wrong. Because, you know, your consciousness, the Holy Spirit will speak to you through your consciousness. And, you know, when, you know, um, there's this verse in, um, I can't remember the verse, but it's when um, Apostle Paul, no, it's also in, in Romans, where, you know, um, he was talking about um, the law. And he said, you know, even those who do not have the law, their consciousness, you know, tells them when they do what is uh, right or when they do what is wrong. So their consciousness confirmed to them what is right, what is wrong. Even those without the law, those that were not, you know, um, uh, Jews, we that were spiritual Jews or spiritual Israelites, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit even amplifies our consciousness so we know, you know, what is right and what is wrong. So even in that split second, you know, that thought about me, the Holy Spirit immediately say, you know, caution you. And so for me, then I'm, I'm thinking, you know, the it's actually a decision that we can take, you know, um, to ensure that the flesh does not control us, you know, to ensure. I would not even say I'm a holy person. You know, I struggle to see myself as a holy person. That does not mean I'm not making, I'm not going to heaven. I am, but I struggle to see myself as a holy person because our Romans six twenty two says, now do those things that lead to holiness yes we've been made right with with jehovah god because of christ jesus yes we have a relationship with him but does that mean we're holy that means we're we, we, we're sanctified yeah we've been made right but we can still live in flesh right we can still do sinful things the israelites were holy people Yet they continued sinning and sinning and sinning and, you know, making God so angry. Right? But they were still holy, holy nation. You know, so for me, I, I feel that holiness is a lifestyle. It's not even a daily lifestyle. It's every second. I can only tell you I was only a second ago because I know what, you know, how I, I lived that second. But can I say I'm only in, in, in one hour's time? Can I say I will be only next tomorrow? Can I say I will be only in the future? I don't know. I cannot say that. Which is why for me, holiness is about, you know, how we live life right now. How we are intentional. In living holy life and that means that you know being doing things that are pleasing unto Jehovah God you know so are we you know um, uh, are we still in, in in the flesh 
yes because we're still you know alive you know the flesh will always try to pop its head up but we do not have to give in to it that is the that is the, that is the key because the bible tells us that jesus christ has taken away the power of sin the power that you know those things that i want to do i do not those things that i do are the things i do not want to do jesus christ has taken away that power in our life but we have to be determined to work to do those things that are holy we cannot be saying is the devil we cannot be saying oh is the enemy we that makes us do some things which is not right we have you know to take action because we are free we are free from the power of sin we are free from the power of sin and you know this is something that we have to believe you know because and this is where you know many of us struggle you know, really believing that one, Jesus Christ has cleansed us from all sin and unrighteousness, too, that we have a relationship with the Father that who forgives our sin. And so it's very difficult to also believe that we can say no to sin. But yes, we can. Yes, we can. Because we have power over sin. And but we also have free will free will to you know step into that power and say no to sin or free will to say actually you know i will continue um in my own way and this is what the world do you know romans 2 15 says that you know even the world they demonstrate that God's law is written in their hearts for their own conscience and thoughts either accuse them or tell them they are doing right so nobody can say we didn't know because we have conscience so how do I live my free will you know because it is up to me whether I want to you know be free of my sinful nature or I want to continue in my sinful nature one thing that is clear is that the death of Jesus Christ, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ has taken away the power of my sinful flesh. I can say no. Then the other thing as well is that by accepting Jesus and being part of the children of the kingdom of Jehovah God, we have his Holy Spirit in us to break the power of sin we have the holy spirit in us to break the power of sin the minutes you know when we accept jesus christ as lord you know we have access to the holy spirit and it is the holy spirit that will help us to say no to sin we have to believe, we have to accept, and we have to do our part. And then the third element for me is that doing things that leads to holiness. Doing things by lead that, that leads to holiness. 
you know and jesus christ you know gave that greatest commandment to love jehovah with all our heart mind and soul and to love our neighbors as ourselves, the same like it so things that leads to holiness if we can have these commandments in the mind you know what i'm doing does it demonstrate that i love jehovah god with all my heart with all my soul with all my mind and am i you know relating with people with love am i a good samaritan to those in need that will that helps me in my own journey to be able to focus to be able to not let that old man continue to raise his head you know to be you know just to be uh, a little bit patient a little bit loving a little bit you know uh, um, gentle a little bit kind to people and always pausing and asking you know what would jesus christ do so are you still in the flesh possibly yes because we are all still in the flesh nobody no one of us can say no i'm not in the flesh i'm i'm holy i'm perfect no one no one can say that we are all still in the flesh and you know if we have already accepted jesus christ as lord and savior but we are struggling being in the flesh because we still do those things that we would rather not do and don't do those things that we should do it's not too late it's not too late to just ask you know jesus christ you know to help by the holy spirit for you to be able to be intentional intentional about saying no to things that we need to say you need to say no to and yes to things that you need to say yes to being intentional if you are not you know you've not yet accepted jesus christ as as your lord and savior humanity struggles with the flesh humanity struggle with selfishness humanity struggle with evil because the art of man is desperately wicked we before we think about others we think about ourselves. we want to do things that satisfy us irrespective of how you know its impact on others we want power over others we want to be the best over others we want you know to show others that we are all that you know we easily get angry when people hurt us we want to re retaliate and retaliate double you know we are still in the flesh we find it easy to lie even though we know it's a lie even though we don't want to lie we still lie anyway because we are self-preservation we want to protect ourselves the only way we can overcome our humanity the sinful nature and in this broken world is through a relationship with jesus christ 
because it's only by that relationship that we'll be able to have the gift of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit that will help us to say no to those things we should say no to and yes to those things that we should say yes to. And more importantly, we will be made right with Jehovah God, the Father, the creator of heaven and earth and everything in it, the creator of you and me. So what do you need to do? The Holy Scripture helps us to understand, says that if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So you just need to, you know, pray and declare that, you know, Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that you believe in your heart that he is the way, the truth, the life. And start walking in faith and look for a Bible-believing church, Bible-teaching church, and start uh, working in fellowship with others so that you can start growing. Tomorrow might be too late. Tomorrow might be too late. If you are in the Lord already, but you are still in the flesh, tomorrow might be too late. You have the free will to say no to sin, and yes to holiness. It takes intentionality to do that. Thank you for joining me today on Practical Christianity. It's very warm in the UK right now. We're enjoying summer, so I bless the Lord for that. And join me next week for another episode of Practical Christianity. In the meantime, you can check my YouTube for Practical Christianity with Adeola Akitoye. Or if you like podcasts, you can check me on Spotify. Practical Christianity with Adeola Akitoye. May Jehovah keep us till next Sunday and have a productive and fruitful week ahead. Shalom.